Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sarah and Adam's show. I'm here with, as you may expect, Sarah. Sarah, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I just finished watching Rings of Power, and so there's that. There's only three episodes of that left. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it only three? Yeah, because oh. I think there's only eight total in the first season. For some reason, I was thinking there were there was ten. I was. I wish there was ten. Now I'm sad. <laughs> are you actually? Or are you just saying that? Well, I feel like it's. I feel like it's just gonna end abruptly. I know. I'm like, it just started though. We haven't gotten anything done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's gonna we're gonna talk about that tonight, and um, Dragon Show. Mm-hmm. Is that halfway done with Dragon Show now? Yep, we watched that one too. Mm-hmm. And Andor. Yeah, that one just started. I should have. I should have said Andor. <laughs> missed opportunity <laughs> <laughs> i know and my my attempt to make up for it didn't didn't pan out so no. <laughs> uh yeah so three episodes of that which is like it's almost just like one big movie though like it mm-hmm. i i stopped after the second one one night and then i had to watch it watch the last one later and it really it just felt like pausing in the middle of a movie kind of right i mean i i could see that because i watched them um back to back Mm-hmm. Well, actually, that's a lie. I watched the first one, and then I had a nap, and then I watched <laughs> the next two. That doesn't surprise me, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> uh, um, You're one of those people that if, if sleep was just not an option, mm-hmm. or not an option, not necessary, if they're like, all right, hey, we found a way to delete sleep from our bodily needs. Like, we don't need it for anything. But but you can still but you're still we're still like somehow physical physically capable of it. I feel like you're the person who still does. <laughs> I would totally still nap. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like screw this, I'm going to bed. Uh... <laughs> Everyone's like, but you don't need to. You're like, I need it to shut you up. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but yeah, it did feel like a, a long movie, and it just like flowed, so I liked it. Good. Okay. Um, and we are, we're again postponing She-Hulk because, um, uh, for my part, I, I mean, there's not, there's not enough time and it's the worst out of all four of them. Right. So I mean, I, I just, didn't, I didn't have any time to watch it today anyway. So. Right. Oh well, yeah. I, I guess today would be the time that you had access to it anyways, but I mean, I, I just, I made time to watch Rings of Power. I, I made like I would have made time to watch Cassie, and I did. You know, right. I've been busy with job transition, and I'm still to making time to watch these other shows. But but She Hulk for me, I'm like, uh, I'll make time when there is time. But it's, it's the the backest of the burners right. for me. Yeah, I agree. So I'm I'm fine with that. We'll see. We'll see if I. I mean, I'm, I'll finish it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't like dislike it. I just um. The other ones are compelling in ways that She-Hulk probably just can't be, frankly. Right, right. It's different, totally different genre. Not even because it's like Marvel versus Star Wars versus Lord of the Rings. It's just a different type of show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want a type of show that I care about less than the other types, I suppose. You know, I think that's a good point is 
I, I don't know. It's not sitcom or anything. It's I don't even know if it's supposed to be comedy. Like it's supposed to have elements of comedy, but yeah, it's it's pretty different. Right. Um. So which one do you want to talk about first? Um. Let's do House of the Dragon first. All right, Dragon Show episode five. Yeah. Yeah. Another wedding. <laughs> yeah, the, the green wedding, you might say. Yeah. The, the girl who wore the the green dress, and it's. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It didn't like sell me or anything on it. It was okay. I wasn't super in love with this episode. Yeah, I, I it's like hinting that Viserys is going to die pretty soon. The it king. is. Um, I was a little bit disappointed that... Renera just agreed to like follow in what she's supposed to do and get married. I thought she was going to kind of buck the trend a little bit more and be more more of the black sheep, so to speak. I mean, I think she kind of she was like, "All right, well, fine." Like this, so I'm, I'm there, I bet that if it was something she didn't like at all, mm-hmm. that someone she couldn't work with, I bet that she would have actually. I bet she would have bucked the trend. I think she was like, oh, you know what? Okay. All right. So this is, I mean, this is my cousin or whatever. Right. Like it's, you know, but she she's like familiar with them. And they like immediately came up with it. They're like, all right, well, neither of us really want to get married to each other. But we have, you know, we're going to do what's right for our houses. And and I, I, th- I did think it was nice. It was nice to see that she has a lot of duty. Right. It like she she feels dutiful about things. I, I, I did like that. Right. Yeah. That, that's fair. Um, I thought it was hilarious that he's her cousin. I, I just immediately was like, well, it's not her brother. It's not her uncle. So. I know. I know. I'm like, oh, hey, that's for 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 these guys. That's practically like they don't know each other. Practically. <laughs> Um, what did you think about, about Damon at the start with his, his wife? I didn't like that at all. And I thought it was so silly. He's like, she's not attractive. And I'm like, she's pretty attractive, but you know, I I don't, I didn't like it at all. Actually. I've, I've always had this thought of like, well, like he's, he's a dick, but he's not like, I I don't know. I like cold blooded murder the way he did that. Mm -hmm. I like for someone who didn't really do anything to him like mm-hmm. they got married but it's not really it's probably not her fault either and like i don't know i didn't have it makes me like him significantly less yeah um he just comes across more like that for me was just a uh point in his character to to draw to the audience that he is a lot more volatile than what we've seen yeah i think so i guess what yeah so what did your what were your thoughts on it i thought it was a lot i was like this this seems like a drastic uh step we're escalating very quickly here uh so and then he just like he was just so smug. It was almost like he was smug about it afterwards, like at the wedding and everything. He's just like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, so sad. But like you well, could tell it was just so 
thinly veiled and insincere. Uh, yeah. So, all right, we saw a little bit more dragon stuff this time, but not much. I, what I wanted to know was like, why didn't Viserys fly? Right. To the place. Instead, he's like on the ship and he's like vomiting and sick and it's like, <laughs> you know, like, sure, I guess he could do that, but why didn't... If he commands the dragons, like we don't have any proof. Like everyone's like, oh my gosh, dragons. Like that's the only thing keeping our realm together. And we've never seen dragons just go and just dominate something. Like they came in, they came in and fought the that one guy and the the, the crab dude. Oh yeah, the crab, the crab king. Crab face, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, and the dragon, they're like, well, we can't win this with dragons. I'm like, so what you're saying is dragons aren't all powerful. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a good point. I don't know why he wouldn't fly. Like, what what's awe-inspiring about, like, sailing on a ship? Like, why can't he just fly his freaking dragon, take his air with him, mm-hmm. and if they want to do anything to him, he's like, what, I'm on a dragon. Like, try to mess with me and I'll kill you. I will <laughs> I will take over your keep, you know? Try me. Um, yeah, I... I don't know. The only thing I can think of, really, and I don't even know if this would be the case, is, like, would he just not do it because he's clearly dying? Like, would it just be a case of not being comfortable? Yeah, like, maybe he's too weak for it. Yeah. I mean, that that very well could be. I just... I don't know. Not to mention, you think that he could just demand that these guys show up, and if not, he could send out his dragon riders. Like, you'd think that he has other people... Like, uh, so other than him and his brother, which, like, they don't get along, and he, if he's too weak to ride, like, who else could even ride dragons? Like, our train and who? <laughs> yeah, her, Viserys, Damon. I think that's it, right? Yeah, and they're like, we command the dragons. And it's like, which which dragons? Yeah. How, how do you command said dragons? Like, I don't think Aegon's doing anything, in however old he is. Yeah, he's probably like 12 by now. Who knows? This movie, this show keeps like advancing it every year. They're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, 20 years. Like, I, I fully expect at some point we're going to like, it's just going to like skip a generation and we're going to have just like a full different <laughs> dragon show cast. Uh, it, and it's funny because they are skipping ahead so many years mm-hmm. and then we are going to get different actresses next week. I know in the preview of the the two uh, girls, mm-hmm. uh, the two friends like uh, our town and and the, the series his wife yeah Alicent who I actually like her um, they're they're both I think being replaced though with other actresses right which I I just find that to be an interesting move yeah well you it, it's tough like they have to cover the range of fit from fifteen like all the way to to like you know, lower middle ages. So I, I don't know how old they get by the end of the show, but, you know, but, but like to full adulthood, mm-hmm. people look pretty different from that. Like it's tough to, tough to be able to make actresses look that wildly different to age them that much. It's just, I don't know. I just find it interesting. Cause I'm like, I look the same that I looked when I was 15. Do you? Yep. The only thing that's different is my glasses. Mm. I feel like you sent me a picture of yourself when you were like 12 or something and we had a good laugh, but... Yeah. 
<laughs> um, but like I don't know, yeah. I just don't get it because because they're clearly in their twenties by now. Oh yeah, like well into their twenties. So mm-hmm. I I assumed it was gonna happen from them being like fourteen, fifteen, and then jump ahead to their twenties. I could see that. It just okay. seems weird that they haven't done it by now, and now they're gonna do it. But anyway, that's a different discussion. Yeah, I mean you're right. I- so it just makes me wonder, like, how far are they going to skip ahead now? Like, is it going to be, like, 10 more years? Right. Because right, the preview had Viserys in there, in it. So he's clearly still alive. Right. Like, he kind of hinted, like, maybe he was just dead at the end. But <laughs> but he's not. Like, the previews clearly show him, and he's mm-hmm. smiling about something. Could I don't be know f- what he has to smile about i mean it could be like a flashback scene or something it looks older and okay. it's the older girls it, it doesn't matter uh it, the so the it's an interesting thing though like all, all three of our shows actually have a lot of uh weird time things going on because this this mm-hmm. one is like it's fast forwarding through the like we're just getting like the highlights it's like oh yeah um you know the so like at one point they did this and then there's like three years of relative just like you know peace and nothing's really happening and then and then we go and then we have another flashpoint of something interesting and then another flashpoint three years beyond that or something like that you know right so they're messing with time and stuff the the rings of power one is like trying to condense the whole storyline of the second age all like three thousand years all into like you know one like we already have like all the end game casts like all the casts that are going to be there at the very end are already in the show which means they're condensing it all into one like lifespan at the very least right um and then and then we have the andor one which we already know the end point we know he gets roasted by the death star like we know that <laughs> mm-hmm and so it's like why do we care about his backstory why do we want to know more about him they have to sell us and so we get to see his past and so far it's a little compelling actually right exactly so there's a lot of uh time play right and i, I don't know like it it's just interesting to watch the craft of the people creating these mm-hmm. yeah i you know can... and, and like try to try to take them and make them into something that is a that is interesting to the wider audience, to people who don't know much, like to the non-super fans. Right. Well, and also like if you just tell a linear story, it is pretty boring. Like if you're not jumping around too much, I think. Well, I guess it just depends on what what story it is, but I mean, you're probably right to, to a lot of degrees. Like if, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head of a story that doesn't include some kind of time jump in it, whether it's like with flashback or what, what the deal is. Sure. Um, That's fair. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I think, I think that a well-crafted story really takes in the greater context of things and finds a way to make, you know, a lot of different things relevant, Mm -hmm. a lot of moving parts. Mm -hmm. Um, so they got married and i don't know so remind me i i don't really remember um okay so what's the last name of the of the the family she's marrying into oh gosh 
I did remember it or I did know it. And then now I well, uh, what I what I'm curious is so it's a high, it's like one of the set like there's the seven kingdoms, right? Like there's the seven kingdoms. Right. Um, is it eventually one of the seven kingdoms as well, or does this family eventually kind of get stamped out? Oh. I don't know. So I kind of just don't remember it. And and they were saying though something like the they're the only two families with dragons or something. I feel like I hadn't heard their name before this show. Yeah. Um and I'm kind of led to believe that it's just gonna be stamped out given given what we are assuming will happen with the uh Targaryens. <laughs> you and your assumptions. <laughs> I know. But you know, like given given what's going on, um and yeah. and what the end result is here. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm guessing that they just get stamped out. I'm trying to find his his name. Um Lord Corley's something. Let's just look at the cast real quick. Yeah, I'll find it faster than you. Valerian. Valerian? Yeah. I found it first. No. Yeah. <laughs> it took me way less time. Yeah, I don't know if the Valerians are part like they're not they're not that's not one of the main houses later, is it? I've I don't remember them being a main house, so I don't think they are. Yeah, I'm gonna sit, look up the Seven Kingdoms in Game of Thrones and see. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I've never heard their name before the show. Uh, it doesn't really say what key, what, what houses. So there's um, there's the North, the Vale of Arryn, mm-hmm. the Iron Islands. Maybe that's what they're. That, that's what their family is. I don't know. But the Riverlands, the Westerlands, the Stormlands, the Reach, and the Crown, Crownlands, and Dorne. I don't know. I don't know which one it would be. Now, there's, there's a lot of resources. People who know the, this stuff a lot better than me would probably know. House Aaron, House Hor, House Lannister, Durandon. Mm hmm. High Garden, mm-hmm. House Martell. Oh, hold on, not High Garden. House Gardener, House Lannister, House Martell. Yeah, I don't see anything. Yeah. So maybe they do get stamped out. Okay. Well, that's fine. Goodbye. Goodbye to House Valerian. That's fine. I mean, I don't really care. Given how, <laughs> given how the wedding started, or I guess ended, I'm not surprised. Okay, so who's your favorite character right now? I don't know. Or if it's, or if it's, if it's, if it's hard, like, who's your favorite too? I don't know if I have any favorites. Like, do you like any of them? I like Renara. That's probably, I don't like Allison. Yeah. I think she's up to no good. Okay. I, I I fully expect, especially with this uh, time jump that we're going to get and they go into the however many years ahead, um, I'm, I'm fully expecting some bad blood between her and Renera. Oh, yeah. I think that's going to happen for sure. Um, Damon's an ass. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I really like 
like any of them. Do you like I'm kinda uh, the just king? We, I'm kind of, no. No, I think the king is totally spineless. Uh, I, I'm just kind of waiting for them all to, like, implode. Okay. I feel like I'm just waiting for them to kill each other. So why are we watching a show that you don't even like a character in? <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting for them to kill each other. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's just wait for that. Let's get some gratuitous violence in I'm, here. Yeah. I'm curious to see where the storyline goes, but... So I actually like Allison so far. Mm, no. I think I think think of her situation like you don't you don't think that she just like she just pushed into marrying the king and to talking to him mm-hmm. and stuff like she she clearly she's not just like oh my gosh she's so awesome like she's she's like oh my gosh it's so late like why why do you have to summon me this is so stupid you know, like she, she doesn't like that. She, her, she tries to be friends with Rhaenyra and Rhaenyra is just like, no, I'll just deceive you. Like, F you. Like, I don't, I don't trust you. I don't like you. Her now, now her dad, her only ally is just gone. She, he's just like been dismissed. And I mean, I, I don't necessarily think he was a great guy either, but he got dismissed. And, mm-hmm. and so I, I guess I just, I can feel like she's so isolated and mm-hmm. I think it's cool, especially this episode that she's making a move, whether or not it's going to end up being good. But, but like, I think she's making a statement of like, I'm not going to just be diminished into just like, you know, basically the, the child, like the, the person who's just pumping out children for the King. Like, I'm not going to just be that one person. Right. I'm going to have my own power, my own allies, I'm going to make the best of this and screw you guys for diminishing me. Well, so it's funny that you say that because I think the reason why I haven't liked her is because I feel like she has no personality. I feel like she just doesn't have her own willpower. And now that she is doing this, I think this is what's going to start her down a... I don't want to say like down a path, but I think this is probably what's going to make her and Renara completely split entirely and cause that divide. And then uh, I think that's where we're going to start seeing in my, I like I fully expect to see Allison do stuff that is not wise. And I, I think, think she's going to do stuff that's shady as hell. Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that like you said, she's isolated. She has had, pretty much no control over anything. So mm-hmm. she's just like, it's like bl- the blind leading the blind, essentially. Hmm. Okay. I, I think she's, I think she's going to do things that are wise for her. I think I she's going to think they're wise for her. And I think they're going to be very stupid. Hmm. Okay. I, I'm fully expecting her to be like, she's on my sus list. <laughs> okay <laughs> all right the, the sus list got it she's on the sus list <laughs> i don't have any problem with her frankly I, I think i think she's gonna make things more interesting it's interesting because she is like you don't know what her intentions are you don't know you don't really know anything about her 
And it's almost worse in a way because you don't know which way she's going to go. Whereas with Damon, you're like, okay, you know what his intentions are. You know that he's an ass. We know his intentions are to be an ass. Like, he's going to be selfish. Right. Like, you, you can see what his schemes are already. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I don't know if that's... Um, I don't know what to think. Uh, honestly, like, I, I think... I think... I don't know what any of them are going to do, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's hard. Like, I, I know that Damon's just going to be selfish, but I don't know what form that selfishness is going to take it. Like, right. whatever he can do to, to just, yeah, be kind of a, a dick. Um, you know, and Rhaenyra, I, I don't... I think... I think she is in a way like it's nice to see that she's like well I do need to do this like this is an important thing you know for the realm and all of this stuff like she has some loyalty to her family but at the end of the day like she's also I don't know I I feel like she is she's not as like she's just so so naive about a lot of things Mm -hmm. like I I feel like she and, and a lot of it's like on her uh, that's on her like it's her fault for, for doing for being that way so i don't know like maybe their goal is to make us so sick of all the characters that when they finally do have an event where half of them die we're all just like nice okay <laughs> like thank thank you for that we didn't want to see them anymore yeah yeah um yeah i don't know okay um so yeah, uh, I, yeah, I don't have much more to say about it. Oh yeah, I guess Sir Christian Cole. I thought that was an interesting. Yeah, that's a good thing. point. I thought I thought he was interesting too. Um, like, I thought that the guy he snapped on really surprised me. Actually. Yeah, I didn't see it. Like, I was like, okay, a wedding. Like something obviously. I thought something was gonna happen when Allison walked in. Actually. Um, okay. I thought maybe she was gonna do something. I was like, this is this is odd. Um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't see that coming. I thought it was a nice role reversal to see the guy trying to convince the girl to like be like, yeah, let's run away and let's do this. And mm. um, it it was refreshing. And then to see like Renara be like, no, like we're gonna. I need to stay here and you can be my side piece. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I was very surprised that he decided to jump. Um, I can't even remember his name now. The other guy. But the, I don't remember the husband either. Yeah, I the, can't remember him the, either. <laughs> Cousin. Cousin the, husband. Uh, our town's husband's side piece. Right. <laughs> Whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy. Uh, that that was, uh, he had a nice misshapen face there at the end. Yeah, that was pretty gruesome looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's going to be an interesting, um, I, well, I don't know if they're going to, like, just skip ahead of that next episode and just... I wonder. I wonder what's going to happen with him. Like Alicent is saving him for something, right? And I don't. I don't think it's going to be. It's got to be like, oh, hey, like everything's good now. Like it's all like healthy suddenly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think so either. 
Yeah. So. We'll see. Yeah, I was I was like, oh, well, if he kills himself, that'll actually just help everyone probably. So. <laughs> Even so though actually he's well, he's one of the only people who has shown any level of integrity. To be honest, that's true. That's very true. So, I don't know. I think I think you're right. Allison obviously has plans for him. Maybe we'll see that next episode. Maybe, or maybe we'll see it like in five seasons, and they just drag the show out interminably. Oh, all right episode episode 49 we're like who is that oh that guy right him Rhaenyra's side piece we haven't seen him since the first season yep (laughs) (laughs) he's like I'm back oh man um okay yeah I don't think I have anything else to say about House of the Dragon nah Dragon Show it's um I'm like, I guess I, I watched half of it. I guess I may as well finish the rest. It's it's not holding my attention that much, though, frankly. Like, yeah, I've I've noticed that as well. Is that I have to? It's not a show that I immediately. I'm like, oh, I gotta watch this because it's out. Right. Well, it's funny. I I mean, it's all anecdotal, but so I I do a live stream for. Uh, the game that I play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have a YouTube channel for it and everything, and. Um. So House of the Dragon comes out at the same time as I usually go on live stream on Sundays. And mm-hmm. I've noticed that I have more, like for a while, like when it first started, my crowd was like way smaller. And right. then it get bigger once once Dragon Show was basically had been, had an hour to watch. Like everyone's like, oh, I got to watch it instantly. And now my crowd is just like about as big as it has been. Right. So it's kind of like, ah, I can wait. Like that <laughs> effect has worn off. The have to watch it instantly effect. Yeah. yeah. Like Whether I or not it's get... I'm sure it's losing some viewers. That, that's just how these shows go. Like you can't hold all of them. But. For sure. Like for me, if if a show has hooked me pretty well, I'll watch it the day it's out. Um, yeah, I'll try to at least. Yeah. Right. And and this one, I can usually go like two or three days before I'm like, oh yeah, I should watch this. Yeah, I'm like, well, I'll have to talk about it on a podcast. I guess <laughs> I'd better be knowledgeable about it a little bit. Uh, yeah. Um. Okay, so which one do you want to talk about next? Uh, you know, so we've traditionally talked about Rings of Power last, but I think we should talk about Endor last, to be honest. Right. Okay. Because Endor's the new new the new hotness, and there's there's three episodes that we should at least this time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're good with that. Yep. So we we both just finished it because it just came out. Um... <laughs> we tried to do a watch party. <laughs> And they were like, they're like, sorry, it's not available in your region or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, you're not allowed to have a watch party with me. <laughs> I was like, this is stupid. Like, why can't I have, a, like, I can only have a watch party with Canadians, I guess. I guess. Yeah, you guys, your interpretation of things is just going to be too sus for we we Americans. This is so. not what inclusion is all about, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> not not a Let fan. him know. Um, oh, this is what you meant when you said you were going to tell him. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I was just so annoyed by it, but anyway. Um, okay, so we, we watched it, not not using a watch party. Um, what did you think of it? Um, Especially because last week we both said it feels like the action is now starting. Like we had all of this 
this um, kind of like backstory. And now we've got like everything pushing forward. Yeah, th- this felt, I, I, won't, I won't lie. Like, so I've, I've want, I really want to want like this show and I do like it actually. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a lot of good stuff about it. However, like th- this is the first time that I'm like, can, can we actually move forward, please? Because I, I feel like nothing got accomplished this episode. Like, it was just, like, an extent... Like, it it felt like nothing needed to be done in this episode, except for, I guess, they advanced a few things, like, with the dwarves, like, like that, the dwarves and the elves, mm-hmm. and the, the hobbits, or the Harfoots, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. Those two storylines. But, like, the Numenor one was just, like, um, let's just push the stall button. On. Yeah, I felt that way too, actually. Uh, like I, and, and really, like pretty similar to the uh, the Watchtower part as well mm-hmm. with the Arondir and stuff. Like there are a few things that happened, and uh, overall, like so, I, I tend to be a patient person. I'm like, okay, like let's let's just you know soak it in. Like like if there are filler episodes, we can like, we can just roll with it. And I, I'm just like we have so it's a filler episode in a season that is very quickly going to be over we have three hours uh, three seasons there's right. three episodes left and and it's like what have you done like introduced us to things is what they've done so far the, this episode is why i feel like the season's just going to abruptly end yeah they're like oh sorry we're out of time like see you next season we're like Okay. Right. Thank you. Um, yeah, because... The preview... Sorry, go ahead. The preview did look like there's going to be some real actual movement next time, but... Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, no, I was going to say, like, the Numenor stuff, it, it really did feel like a stall button because everything that happened, in my opinion, in this episode could have happened in the last episode while they were, you know, working towards like this whole thing yeah so I, I guess there are a couple key things in the Numenor stuff that I guess are okay so first off it establishes that uh Elendil's like uh Elendil's kids mm-hmm. at least his two the two that we've met like we haven't met what's his name I, I forget his name but um so he has three he has two sons one of whom is uh, just has been off screen this whole time, but but like Isildur is like in in a way he's he's um, I don't know he he's deficient kind of like right like he's he's he wants to have good awesome things he wants to display his um, you know whatever his value and it's it's like he just can't quite it's like he something something's something's off with him right yeah it's it's a weird dynamic yeah and and the daughter Mm -hmm. is like clearly like we don't know much about her but she's like anti-war apparently yeah i was i mean i kind of got that vibe a little bit earlier but they haven't really dove into that in terms of like exploring that they haven't really given us backstory to her other than that she just like she just exists there well she um she she's not a character that existed in the books right and i get that but like why 
Why should I care that she is upset that Isildur is... You know what I mean? Like, they haven't really mm-hmm. addressed it. She's very two-dimensional still. Right, right. Yeah, that's like, oh, well, she's she's attractive. Great. Like, right. that's what we needed, I guess. Oh, but uh, so one thing that I one thought I had what, that was interesting. So she's clearly anti-war. She's like anti-elf, basically, mm-hmm. uh, because that's what he equates for. Like, no one's saying like, oh, we shouldn't go to the mainland uh, because of the humans. They're saying like, well, you don't want to follow an elf right you know like they don't they don't like that so uh the thing that i thought was interesting though so i don't, I don't want to give away too many spoilers and honestly I, I don't know what they're gonna do in terms of their total like what they what parts of the story are they gonna keep and which parts are they gonna change but at some point they make a they make a uh a temple they build a temple to someone and it's um it's not maybe the best thing ever. It's kind of in, uh, you know, in keeping with their hating of the elves. And it just makes me think that this temple that's going to eventually be constructed on Numenor Mm -hmm. is going to be built by her because she's an architect. Mm, Okay, maybe. I don't know. It's like just, just this glimmer. Maybe I'm just totally off, but like... I mean, I feel like you have to give her some kind of role and purpose. Right. And maybe it's like she's going to, um, yeah, she's just going to, it's going to be a whole mess. Right. Going to be a whole mess for everyone involved. Um, It's not going to end well, but yeah. So I think, I think she's going to be like something, someone who helps tear her family apart a little bit. Mm, Okay. Interesting. And Isildur... I don't know. He's like, he's trying all the ways except like the the forward pass. Like he just wants to cut corners. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He's a corner cutter. The corner cutter. Uh, well, and he's eventually becomes the high king of Gondor. Like at some point in the future, that's that's who he is. And it's like, are we going to see him actually grow into a man who? is actually like honorable and good and whatever or is, are we starting to see already he has cracks in his facade like he's not he doesn't he's not strong he's he's going to succumb to the weakness of the ring eventually you right. know right um yeah but i i feel like almost he's getting more i mean i guess he is an established character so i guess i can understand yeah. it from that side that he's getting more of a storyline than his sister is um but seeing as he's established then that sort of makes sense i I liked how halbrand like (laughs) his aesthetic changed so much at the end he looks so lord lordly like he look he looks the part of a king Mm -hmm. you know i noticed that too and i was like this is this is whole new whole new thing um i thought it was humorous that Galadriel was like teaching them how to fight with mm-hmm. swords. Um, I liked that part actually. I liked it a lot. I just thought it was funny. And then every time they added like another soldier, basically, I was like, man, mm-hmm. this is. At first, when when the second one joined in, I was like, that's not fair. Like two on one, and then she just right. was just schooling them. There was like five on one at one point, I think. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is silly. Um, but I mean, she. I think she 
made really valid points and um, it was humorous to have somebody else be like, you think it's just about brute strength and it's not. You also need to be clever and, mm-hmm. you know, like outwit your opponents. Yeah, I, I like that. I like mm-hmm. that scene a lot, especially because they're like, yeah, I will destroy her, like clearly. You right, know? right. Like the, ar- the arrogance of men, you know? Mm-hmm. And not not like the arrogance of males, though. No, I mean, I guess of, it, it of, took that form a little bit, but right. But of men, the species, right? Of humans, yeah. like they're, they're like, yeah, we're like better, and and you know, they're like, well, the arrogance of elves needs to be shifted, and it's like, well, maybe the elves have earned a little bit of arrogance, right? Frankly, like, like she's been around for how many thousands of years, and mm-hmm. she just like beat the crap out of all those guys because she has all the experience, right? Exactly. Um, so it was just, it was a funny thing. I, I liked that they included it. So, um, and I, I liked the cinematography for it. Yeah. And the music has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Do you have anything else about Numenor? Uh, oh, just, just that. So Isildur, you know, he's like trying to stow away. You know, oh, he's yeah. like, I, I just want to list real quick, just to, mm-hmm. just to be clear about. Okay. So first he's. So he, he volunteers. That's great. Cool. Good. Good for you. Thanks for volunteering, bud. Uh, but we don't have room. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Dad, you you have control of the list. Let me in. Let me get in the front. And uh, you know, kudos to his dad, who's like, you know what? Like, I would love it if you gave me a reason to, but you you haven't given me a reason. Like, you right. stood tough. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not just gonna give you a free ride. Uh, and then. And then he goes to his friend who he thinks is going to get, I, I thought he was going to pick up the sword and he was going to get the hit on her is what I thought. Mm, okay. You know, but, but he didn't. Instead, he tries to weasel his way in that way. And his friend's like, you know what? No, like, screw you. Like, we're still friends. We've, okay, we're made up. We've made up. We're, we're, we're friends now again. But no, like, you don't get a free ride. Mm-hmm. And and so his response isn't like, I'm going to do better and I'm going to get a better opportunity next time. Like, I'm going to improve myself. Instead, he's like, stowing away. Why not? Right. And then, and then when they blow up the ship, which is like this crazy thing that they didn't, weren't suspected for doing it in the first place. Right. And like, you're in the water swimming away from the scene of the crime. Right. What happened? Oh, this guy who probably shouldn't have been in the water in the first place. Like, why were you on a little boat in there anyways? Like, right. It, he just happened to be there right when the boat exploded. Like, but he saved me. He saved me. And they both like lie. And it shows their like degenerate moral character of just like, it, uh, you know, he's and then he, get, he gets a spot because of something he didn't do. He didn't earn it. Right. Oh, well, and it was even funnier, too, with the lie, because they were like, oh, yeah, he was there, like, on a little bow, and then it exploded. And I'm like, but then why was Isildur there? Yeah, how did he notice? Like, you're not, you're not in the like, part of the sea guard. Right, like, right away, <laughs> I'm like, but why were you in the water? Mm-hmm. You weren't on the boat with him. No questions. They're just like, oh, did you see that? My son was heroic. Get him on the boat. Like, <laughs> right. Uh, so I, I could see that. Like if I I would want to as a dad, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't think Elendil is capable. I, I don't think any any parent who loves their son mm-hmm. is capable or, or daughter is capable of being objective in that moment. He's just like, Oh, I wanted you to be heroic. Please, yes, you're you're heroic here. Like But I will say it was funny because he he gets to 
go, you know, and join them. And then yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, you're on you're on stable duty. You're going to sweep the sweep the, <laughs> the poop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that actually is pretty good. Like, well, well and he, he winked at his son. I think he was say, doing it so that his son, people would see that he wasn't playing favorites. Right. But but yeah, it was good. I, so Sildar has an opportunity. Let's see if he makes the best of it and he turns into a decent human. Yeah. A decent Numenorean version of humans. Right. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then the only other part that really felt like it moved forward was the Harfoots, like you were saying earlier. Um, I feel like we saw a ton with the stranger like yeah are you decent about i just don't know what to think about him anymore i'm like are you good i like that they're they needed him to be part of it or the hardfoots would be like why do we even care at all because i don't Mm -hmm. i've decided i don't care that much about the hardfoots that much like i it's him the hardfoots are somewhat charming at times Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm and I like the actually I I didn't know what to think but I, I like the song you know like Poppy was singing mm-hmm. and they turned it into an actual like it, it was pretty I thought it was it is fitting for the for the Harfoots um yeah uh, uh, at the end of the day I don't care about them as much but the stranger is very very intriguing to me yeah that, I think that's what what the thing is because I found myself um this time with the Harfoots I was I was being more like critical of what was happening um, mm-hmm. because at the start it looked like they were so far away from the rest of them it did yeah um that i was like okay they're they're clearly at the end they have basically been abandoned and are just trying to catch up and i was like why is poppy with them like why isn't poppy with her family like this that was something that stuck out to me and then obviously they do catch up to the rest of them and i'm like mm-hmm. so you weren't that far behind or you were and somehow caught up anyway. And it was just the whole thing. It kind of distracted me. Um, but then, you know, like you had this whole storyline with the stranger and like what he was doing and saving them, but also scaring Nori entirely. Um, yeah. So now I'm just like, I don't know what, what to think of you. or. Well, it was so, I mean, they, they're doing a good job of, of making us not know what, what his nature is. Cause I love that he's like, you know, she's explaining these different words, you know, like mm-hmm. what, what's the word like not danger, but per- peril? peril, peril, was it peril? Yeah. He's like, I peril or I'm peril or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's like, no, I'm good. You're good. And he's like, I'm good. Yeah. And. And so then he shows himself to be good by saving them against those uh, strange-looking wolves. Right. Donkey wolves. Donkey wolves. <laughs> sure. They're pretty weird. <laughs> like, wait. I mean, they have different footprints. They're clearly, very clearly a different species. They're just calling them wolves. Like, yeah. they're, they're dog-ish, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but... But yeah, like they're they're headed for the for the hobbits. He saves them with some awesome power thing, and then it's like she's like, "Hey, good news! Everyone likes you finally." Right. And and then it turns out the only person who doesn't like him is her now. Right, because he scared her. Yeah. Um, which I mean, I can't blame her. 
I I also just don't like he. It seems obvious to me, and maybe I'm misreading it, that he just doesn't know or understand what he's doing. Right. Well, I, like I was like, why are you grabbing his arm? Right. Like what? What good is that going to do? Like that? That's just being foolish, and then you're going to blame him. Right. Yeah. Like exactly. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's he's just like. And he's in the middle of something. He doesn't even know that she's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like she, he's not reacting at all to you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was super, super interesting. Um, and then, like, obviously, he is important because you have these like strangers looking at the site where he landed. Um, oh yeah, the creepy ones, right? And they look like they're not nice. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, oh, I wouldn't want those guys looking for me. Right? But did you notice that um, the one that was down by, by like, his site, that they were, like, inspecting the grounds and everything, mm-hmm. their fingertips were blackened the same way his were when he was doing, like, the, um, I think it was with the fireflies or something. He had, he had blackened hands at, at the beginning, too, I think. Hmm, if I'm remembering I correctly, it might maybe remember. it's just because of the ground, but yeah, I don't remember his fingertips being blackened. I didn't notice that theirs were either, though. So that's a good catch. Theirs definitely were, it was, and it was just like the sure. fingertip parts. Oh, I, I believe you. I just I, having only seen it once. That's not the detail I noticed. Yeah. Cool. Maybe I only noticed it because they look like evil. Hmm. They look pretty sinister. Hmm. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. I, I think he's going to end up being a, one of the wizards, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe he's Sauron. <laughs> I don't think he's Sauron. I don't uh, think he's Sauron either. Um, I think he'd be confused about being good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, he, I think he's a wizard. Well, I mean, he's got the right kind of powers. Right? Like, he he acts like he would be, so... Hmm. Anyway. Um, Yeah, I think those two were the only two things that really... Like, those two parts were the only two bits of storyline that actually... The dwarf part. The the dwarfs and the elves. (laughs) I like that Durin, like, (laughs) lied to him about the table. (laughs) I was like, that's pretty dwarfish. That was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was like conniving. And he's like, yeah, we want this back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to take it. Um, yeah, that was good to see. Um, and it helped, I think, uh, progress forward, like why that mineral is so, that ore is so important. Um, yeah. Which is obviously going to come come into it later on but uh, i could be wrong i think that's pretty new though I, I don't think i think that that's like the show making it like i don't think that's part of the old lore i'm not saying it's bad i just i was i was like i've never heard of this that i could remember mm-hmm. yeah it just seemed like they were really emphasizing it oh no i, I mean it was good and it was good to see like it's interesting because Elrond was like, I lied to you. And I, I was like, I don't feel like he lied at any point. No, I think he was deceived and or, you know, mani- yep. tricked, manipulated, whatever word you want to use into yep. going 
on this this trip um right false i mis- think you know like false information or whatever you want to call it yeah like he was miss it, it was it definitely was manipulated and so i don't feel like he was lying mm-hmm. like you could say maybe like the elven people were lying or something but he himself had been trying to be true to his friendship and i did like that he was stuck to his guns for like well i think that's a good point too because he does like he tells Jiren, like you're saying like oh i i lied to you for why i was there and i was like well you didn't and you also stuck to your guns like you're saying in terms of not telling anybody what you swore you wouldn't tell Mm -hmm. so i don't know i feel like that gives you some leeway well and at the end of like maybe the maybe his like speech didn't communicate it but duran obviously understood at least some of what was going on of like Elrond was basically like I was a pawn for them and the problem is we're gonna die out as a species suddenly which I I don't I don't know like so why why would the Silmaril the power like why would this metal actually save the elves I'm I'm not sure but right I'm also unsure about that yeah and it may it put Gil Gallad into a little bit of a sus position for me Mm because I'm like Gil Gilgalad is like he's they they write songs about him in, in the like third age. Like they talk they have songs about Gilgalad. Like that's they're in the Fellowship of the Ring and stuff. Like this he's like the the longest tenured El- high, Elvish high king. Mm-hmm. And he's um, you know, he had this heroic figure who uh, you know has has a very important part to play in the future, let's say. Mm-hmm. And like he, he seems kind of he seems morally degenerate too like he's just like ah let's just manipulate people let's send Gladriel off because we don't we just want to get her out of, out of the way and all this stuff right well and like for me I'm like okay so Elrond was sent there with false information totally misled mm-hmm. about why he was being sent there and now he's being told this information of like oh yeah we're gonna die out and this ore is the only thing that will that has that could save us were, were the words it could do it um mm-hmm. i feel like i would be like well how do i know you're not misleading me again to do this because you know i don't want my species to die out i don't want to be responsible for that and you just want this or right well that makes that's what i was thinking too of like okay so you found like this diseased tree right and you're like hey look, this is a good opportunity to kind of because because elrond can be the lever right you know like that no, none of the other ones have a friendship with the dwarves and if as so long, as far as they see it like the dwarves are kind of beneath them anyways like that's kind of how the elves have always treated the dwarves and the dwarves are like well screw you pointy ears so they finally <laughs> find they finally find someone like the elrond is like he used to be human actually he's one of mm-hmm. the only ones they're like oh hey like the finally one person has the temperament to be friends with the dwarves so they they use that as their way to get in and get what they want from the dwarves again like i i I'm pretty i don't really see i don't know i half i half expect to find anatar like i have to suspect to find like 
that, that that's the name for Sauron, like mm-hmm. in their midst, like in their council already right now, oh, just geez. in the background pulling strings. That's that's almost what I think right now. Oh man, yikes! Um, yeah, because the whole thing just seemed very devious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any thoughts about the the Watchtower stuff? Uh, so you thought that Theo Theo was sus last time, and I was like, I think he was fine, and I think I think I was right. I still don't love him. You don't have to love him. I don't think he's that cool, one way or another. But... Um. Yeah, this whole but this whole storyline seemed very. It also seemed very slow and stalled out. Yeah. Well, I want to know what happened to all the rest of the humans. Like, how Thank many you. of them? How many of them got killed? You know, mm-hmm. because like it sounds like they're all gonna they have to kill half of each other, kind of. That's what it. That's what it sounded like. Like, if you want in, you have to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you're gonna run out of people to kill. Um, yeah, because you didn't see them at all when they were marching towards the watchtower. I was looking for creepy old man in the orcs. Yeah. Uh, I was fully expecting to see him in there. Because he... Oh, that that look that he got at the end that he mm-hmm. gave the the kid, I was just like, oh. Just see, Dirty. like, his entire... It was like his soul just evaporated out of his body. Yeah, it was, it was pretty sinister, for sure. Um, yeah, he's like... Guess I'm gonna do it right like uh, yeah i i have expected i kind of thought the orcs were just gonna slaughter them frankly yeah and just be like all right you you came to us you made our jobs considerably easier yep thank you for that right Hmm. yeah it's gonna be i don't know i I think that the numenorians are gonna arrive just in time and mm-hmm. save the tower. Well, because especially because they already pointed out, oh yeah, they're going to be in Austerith or Austerith, whatever it is. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think they will too. It's just interesting. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, the the watchtower part plus the sword thing. I I just don't I don't know what to make of it, frankly. Yeah. Like I. That was just so kind of weird. Like it's the key to something, and they do something, and there's like a statue about it, and I'm, I'm like, okay, like where are you going with this? Like, because right. then they're like, I, I have to expect it. he's like, this is the way we can beat them. This is the way we can resist. But instead, he's like, oh, this is just this weird thing, and she's like, okay, so tell us how to beat him. He's like, I don't know. Yeah, I fully expected him to like make it connect to the part of the wall where he had seen it, and like. Like, and then, I don't know, a magic door would open or something. Like, right. I was expecting something, and then he was like, yeah, but I don't know what it does. Yeah, I thought maybe it would be, like, uh, the the exit to the tower or something, and they, like, could escape from right. the orcs or something. I, I also was kind of thinking, like, maybe Theo would take it from him, like, when he saw the thing. Like, maybe there would be something in him, since he's obviously connected to it. Um, mm-hmm. that he would just intuitively know what to do with it. Um, right. Obviously, that was not the case. False. False. Right. So, anyway. I think Yay. I think that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Uh, so, 
it, I, I will say this. So this, this, this episode was like, okay, uh, that this is, this is kind of fine. It's kind of testing my patience. I, if there's not a good payoff next episode, it doesn't have to be some tremendous, amazing grand. Like there needs to be some like really solid forward movement and actually have it be interesting. I, I really think, I think that, yeah, we, we really need that. This, this needs that. I think the people who are criticizing the show need it even more, frankly, or the mm-hmm. show needs it more to protect against it. Cause this, this episode just, felt like a pause button a little bit right because we have three left right three left yeah yeah so if you don't move it forward you you need next episode to have a significant amount move forward Mm -hmm. episode seven to have like the the setup kind of yeah like the setup slash climax of sorts and then eight like the tail end of that leading into what the rest of the next season is going to bring right i feel like eight is going to be like the climax and seven will be like the the all right everyone's gathering their forces kind of or you know whatever it's going to be but like yeah episode eight has to have some really important reveals and Mm -hmm. big big moments and make us excited for next season right you have to know why it's not over oh so yeah i guess we'll see if they do that Maybe they'll be like in Wheel of Time. Like they'll they'll think they killed Sauron. <laughs> but they did. You know, like they killed the Dark One. Uh, They're convinced. And then the Dark One's presence is still there. And then they think they killed it. Rand's mm-hmm. like, no, I, I killed him a second time. What? Yeah. They're like, no, he's not dead, you idiot. <laughs> Gotta kill him again. Uh, or or for that matter, Voldemort, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they keep thinking they beat him, but it's not beat. It's not done. Does the dark one have horcruxes? Is that what you're telling me? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if. I don't know if I care. Fair. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you want to talk about Andor? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 No other. No other thoughts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have tons, but th- that's enough for now. All that's right. enough out of me. <laughs> well, I mean, we've, we've basically got a mini movie to go over. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's like three main characters, kind of. Right. There's like Andor and whatever the girl's name is. And Bix. what? Bix, yeah. Mm-hmm. And whatever the investigator guy's name is. Right. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, first off, uh, there, there's well I don't, I don't even know what first off i mean it starts off with andor and he just like cold-blooded i, I like that it's consistent actually so he, he kills those two guys like he's he's doing a thing we don't really understand what's going on but they chase him down he just kills them mm-hmm. like murders one of them in cold blood one of them it's like yeah i get it i get it like right you're protecting yourself but the other one like he could have just left the guy, but he just shoots him. I like I thought it was good, good callback in a way, mm-hmm. you know, like a call forward sort of to, to, to what he does. One. Yeah, where yeah. he just murders that other guy in cold blood too. Yeah, like, I thought so too. Um, I I kind of agreed with his decision though. Like I don't think he could have just left him. I think if I, if he like he's obviously a officer, and or both of them were. 
And if he had right. just left him, like that, that guy's like, oh yeah, you know, we'll just tell him like he fell and, and it was, you know, this freak accident of sorts or whatever. And I'm like, you're not going to stick to that story. No. You're going to sell him out the minute that you are back with your buddies and, oh, yeah. and hunt him down. So like, it just made sense. Like the only way you get out of this is if they're both dead. Right. Well, or have I, a shot like... of getting out of it, I should say. Oh, it, it's a very it, it was very interesting to me actually so you're right your analysis is is dead on in terms of like what, what can cassian really do uh but then i thought it was really interesting when the investigator and the the older investigator guy talk mm-hmm. and normally i'm like oh gosh they're gonna try to sweep this under the rug and it's like this this corporate corruption thing but i like actually agreed with the guy who was like no this isn't actually a thing mm-hmm you know, like the guy who's like, if they were being unpleasant, they attacked a guy who they should, they annoyed the wrong person and they got bit for it. Like they're, they're, you know, there's all these different levels of them being degenerates themselves, of them breaking the law and doing, going against the rules. Right. And then, and they were both bad people kind of in the, like, in terms of like annoying everyone, like most most unpleasant people he's ever met, all this stuff. That's not like bad, I guess, but like, they're all indicators of like, Cassian wasn't asking for that situation. He would have been so happy to leave without having murdered or killed two people. Right, exactly. Like they brought their doom on themselves. And like the, I, I liked that the investigator, the older guy, was just like, no, like, let, let's just, let's just, like, sweep it under the rug, because, uh, and mm-hmm. I was like, you know, that knowing all of the details, like, the way we do, mm-hmm. it makes a lot of sense, like, he. I, I, it's funny, too, to me, that it was the older one that said that, because you could tell when, when they're interacting, the two investigators. You can tell that he just has way more experience, has way more, um, like way more of a handle on things, knows how to talk to the, to the other officers and, and whatever. Um, he seems way more level headed, like all of this kind of stuff. And then you, you get this younger guy in there and he just, I was like, it, it looks like they plucked him out of preschool and put a hat on him. <laughs> and they're like, here you go. Put your big boy pants on. And he mm-hmm. has no clue what he's doing. And it was really evident when you compared, like, when they were going back and forth between the two of them. I was like, yeah, this guy is up a creek without a paddle. Yeah. So it was a n- interesting um oh, contrast between the two of them yeah absolutely yeah it was it was very interesting to see the the two like one of them had a pretty good handle like he read the report and he's like all right here's what happened really and so let's like put the best spin on it that we can right and but but in reality like you have, you have to take both sides almost like if you think about it from from the other guy's side like he wants justice like he wants he sees this thing that happened and there are some indicators that like maybe they shouldn't just let the death of two people just go completely unobserved right i think he's just so inexperienced that he doesn't know how to go about getting it without getting out 
smarted. Right. Well, and at the end, you can see he's just like shocked. Like his people are dead mm-hmm. and no one likes likes his people anyways. And he's very clearly blundered. Right. Exactly. Um, and, and you can see it again in the contrast because he's just standing there shocked. And the other, the older investigator is the one like kind of running around and, and telling everyone what to do. Oh, well, the sergeant guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that guy's like, oh yeah, hell, you know, do all this stuff. He's like, sir, we have to get out of here. We have yeah. to get, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And he's just totally shocked. At, like, like I, I'm hoping that's going to result in him and his char- some character growth. And maybe he'll be an interesting guy. Yeah, maybe. Um... Uh, well, like, so one of the most interesting uh, kind of quasi villains in, in any book that I've read. And it's been a while now after I totally forgot the guy's name, but he's, he's the guy who is just like, he's like an investigator as well. And like, he's trying, he, he's like got this quest to find, you know, in Les Miserables, he's trying to find, um, he's trying to find the, the bad guy, uh, like the, the hero or whatever, like someone. And, and it's, it's, he's taking years to do it. And it's just like this one mind, a single minded search for him. And it's like, he thinks he's doing the right thing. But at the end of the day, it's like, he's hunting a guy who's actually repented and been better. And and all the, like, I forget the exact details. It has been quite a few years since I've read it, but I just remember thinking what an interesting villain he was because Mm -hmm. it's like, he was doing, he was doing things as he saw it. Like he was trying to do right right but but he was just so misled he was pointed in the wrong direction right yeah maybe that's the the case uh uh, who knows or maybe he's just a total dick you know but yeah (laughs) so speaking of like so just taking it like we could talk about the main story in a little Mm -hmm. pretty soon but but just in the terms of the investigator stuff on the side Mm -hmm. i thought it was very interesting because um you know they, they keep referencing like the empire and, and all this stuff, but they, they aren't imperial. They're just right. like, they're like a corporation that they're, they're like worried that the empire is going to come in and take over almost. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's like a side. I don't know. Like it, it's like they're a third party contractor or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're like, you know, one of the sergeant was like, yeah, the, we're the front, we're the first line of defense the empire has against this kind of people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the, the older investigator that goes, goes and presents this, this information um, to the imperial, whatever, you know, like he's, he's going to make a report to the empire. Right. Um, just think it's interesting. Like they're, these guys are hated but they're they're not imperial they're just some other random group right it's kind of like a precursor yeah well well like we have we have like you know cassian's like a proto rebel he's, he's like mm-hmm. he hates the imperials he's he's already like wanted for for imperial you know like destruction of property and stuff um like but he's not a rebel yet right is is his own agenda clearly which we don't all the way know um but then we also see like proto-imperials who they're not they're actually imperials but they're poking their nose in the places that they shouldn't and Mm -hmm. they're they're being uh too dominant about certain things right it's blowing up in their faces yeah 
So, yeah. I like how everyone just hits metal. <laughs> <laughs> just as their, like, warning alarm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was good, though. I liked that. Mm-hmm. No, I did. It showed, like, the community there. Yeah. Aside from, um, what's his face that sold Cassino? Yeah. Out of, like, jealousy or something? Yeah. I was like, this is a dumb reason. I don't know if it was jealousy, if it was, like... I mean, there was obviously alcohol involved, but other than that, like... Either jealousy or, like, some misguided attempt to protect Bix or something. Whatever it was, I was like, this is not... This is not a good thing. (laughs) I was watching uh, the first part of the thing, though, the first episode, and... I just had to laugh like I guess this is a little bit changing the subject sorry but like he goes into the place and my mom's like so I was watching it with my mom who's visiting and she's like why do all the women have flat heads (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh that's funny yeah I thought it was funny I was like yeah they kind of do like it's just their aesthetic I guess but (laughs) oh man I didn't even notice that like the hair is everyone's everyone's hair looks like it yeah Uh, it's just like a hairstyle but it just made me laugh Mm -hmm. like it it makes them all look kind of dumb kind of i I honestly didn't even notice it so i'm gonna have to like look for it now yeah just the hairstyle of the females in the in the brothel or whatever right um so i in terms of the storyline or how they were telling the story, really liked the, the flashbacks that you got to, mm. I guess it was on Canary. Um, Wanted to cry at the end. Oh, man. It, I don't know what it was, though, when they started those. There was something about them that I was just like, this isn't, this isn't the same. Like, it's not. There was something about it that I was like, there's something off here. Like, I, I just didn't feel like it was the same timeline. Um, so then, like, I feel like fairly early on into those flashbacks, I kind of figured out it was probably Cassian. Well, she called him Cassa. Right. But, like, I don't know. It was just very, I don't know. There was just something about it that it didn't, it didn't mesh with the rest of the mm-hmm. episodes right oh well, well, yeah it was it was confusing especially like where are the adults yeah i was thinking of that too i was like where where is everybody like what's happening it, here it, it made me think like uh, the overall thing it made me think that like there's like an abandoned there's a mining disaster mm-hmm. maybe it, it, and no one everyone there's breathing masks with all the like everyone's trying to breathe out down there it's like only the kids are able to survive whatever cataclysm right. occurred. It made it made me think of like a more extreme version of COVID. They were like, you know, the kids just don't get it. But then the people who did get it, yeah. you know, like the adults all just died off instead of just getting sick, most of them. Did you ever watch um there was a show called The One Hundred that was based off of books? Mm, no, I don't think so. Um it's a similar idea to like what you're saying, it, which is why I'm thinking of it right now. But basically, it's a post-apocalyptic world, and they're all in space. Um, and then they send 100 kids down to Earth to 
because no one can survive on, on Earth because of the, I guess, like the toxicity in the air or whatever it is, the chemicals. But they mm-hmm. realize that these kids can. It's like kids can survive down there. I think I watched the first few uh, episodes. It's a show, right? Yeah, it was a show. Um, yeah, I watched some of that. It seemed like a really dramatic teen show, so I stopped. Yeah, but... I stopped. But I did not see the ending of it. But it's the same idea where you're like, the adults have can't survive. And then, uh, for whatever reason, the kids can. Mm. Um, nice. Yeah, I think I did watch some of that. Yeah. No. It, well, yeah, and it's always an interesting thing, you know, like Lord of the Flies and the ch- child... Right power dynamics and stuff um uh, you know i thought it was interesting like they were pretty civilized actually yeah i thought they were all like one of the kids is like no you can't do that and the girl like hisses at him or something mm-hmm. that's him let's cassian put a little stripe on his chin nice right so yeah but i liked the flashbacks i thought it was really mm-hmm. good a really good way to like establish sort of his Whoa. his character well, in the first uh, the first scene where he's like passing by, there is running by, and there's the huge like abandoned settlement kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know. And it's like, oh, these kids are kind of living like savages, but they're all wearing like clothes that look way too like they're not made out of deer skin, kind of like they're clearly fr- made from an advanced society, mm-hmm. you know. But they're living in in you know like wooden huts and stuff. Like clearly, some something has happened, but there's still remnants of the past age right yeah it was it was it was nice to see though like to get that um backstory yeah. and then to see i can't remember her name and i'm i'm only gonna call her aunt petunia because it's the same actress that played aunt petunia in the harry potter movies um see her. oh is it yeah. i guess it is oh see you're not gonna <laughs> okay. unsee it now um you did this to me i did this to you <laughs> Uh, I will never forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice to see her get there and be like, yeah, we're taking him. We're, I'm not going to leave him here to die. Yeah. Oh, oh. like she did. She did what she saw as the right thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was, it's just so sad because he's looking, he is looking for his sister. Right. You know, oh, I was so sad. <laughs> I didn't want him to. And he's he like, yeah, it has no choice. And he's just stuck with, like, looking for his sister now. Mm-hmm. It's a little sad. Mm. It is a little sad. It's real It's real sad. It makes me so sad. But I don't know. Like, it's not his fault. But she's going to blame him anyways. Because I uh, just am so sad. All right, I'll stop. Stop whining. Mm-hmm. But... Um... I'm trying to think of like other things that really stood out to me in the first three episodes, but I feel like they've all just kind of blended into one big episode. Well, I like how, like, we don't know exactly what's going on with him and his missions and stuff, but like, it's very interesting because he's friends with a ton of people and they're all suddenly like just sick of his crap. Like what happened to first off, make him friends with them in the first place. Mm -hmm. And they'll trust him enough to, like, they give him money. They give him all the, you know, like, all the stuff. And it's like, Bix is clearly, like, she. they used to be together. Because she's like, oh, what happened? Like, did you trip over a jealous husband or something? Right. You know, like, she she clearly feels there's some bitterness there. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, like, everyone, everyone there is like, 
we like you, but give us our money back. Like, stop. We're get, you gotta be, we're gonna cut you off. Right. And is it just because he's just like so single mindedly trying to find a sister, or is he doing other things too? Right. What else is going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, because I, I want to know more about what he's doing. And he's obviously, whatever it is that he is doing, um, it's obviously been going on for what seems like a while. Yeah, I really liked the time that that guy got the big alien guy to come and help intimidate him. Yeah. He's like, he said all I had to do was stand here. <laughs> Cass is like, okay, great. Yeah, you just do that. Uh, yeah, keep doing that. Yeah, no. And then he walks, then he walks away. And the, the other guy looks at the big alien guy and the guy, big alien guy's like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm just really enjoying like where, the, like how the whole thing is playing out already. Oh, well, it was so immersive too. Like I know that they mm-hmm. said that they built like that whole set. Like it's just this huge, you know, uh, like it, it all felt so real to me at least. Yeah. Like it, it just felt, I was like, oh, this is cool. And it, it all felt so very believable and this tight knit community and, you know, they're loyal to each other. And you just see the, you know, at the end, you have the the guy, the, the police guys who clearly have, like, they have jurisdiction, they said. Mm-hmm. But they're like, oh, it's been a while since we've seen these guys. And they're clearly not popular. And everyone just starts clanging the metal. Mm-hmm. It's so unnerving, but it, it's really cool. It is, yeah. Um, it, it's, it's great that you pointed out that it's immersive, too, because I had this thought when I was watching it. There's this scene where Cassian's, like, walking through... I guess it's kind of like the market or whatever it is. Um, but he, it kind of just like pulls out and you see all the people milling around and all the mm-hmm. different like shops and stuff. And, and I remember just being like, wow. I was like, I wonder where they filmed this. Cause it looks so good, but like, cause it looks like it's, but they built a whole like city. Yeah. I was uh, like, like it, it, it's a whole thing. Like it literally looks like they filmed it on a location. Like, I would love to just go visit that place. Honestly, mm-hmm. like that, like it, it was cool. The, my, my, you've been, you've been right to Disney and yeah. to Galaxy's Edge. It and and actually gave me Galaxy's Edge vibes. Yeah. Like Galaxy's Edge was cool, but it's set in a time period that I don't care about. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I don't care about first order and resist. Like I, I just, the sequel trilogy was just, it's like, okay, we got new Star Wars movies, fine. Mm-hmm. And I don't want us to just, just get into this whole, like, hate on the sequel trilogy stuff. Like, there, there were some serious issues, and there was some cool stuff. And at the end of the day, it's just nowhere near as cool as anything, including the prequels, mm-hmm. in my mind. Like, it, like it's, it's Star Wars, but it's the least of them mm-hmm. to me. And so going to Galaxy's Edge, it was still really cool to, like, the first thing you can do is get some blue milk like that was that was pretty badass you know like there's some cool stuff but i want to go to this place right it, it made me think of like the cantina's outposts and stuff and um yeah it, it was just so well done that i was like okay this looks legitimate yeah it was cool man mm-hmm. i i was i was impressed um yeah I want to know more about these, about all the things, really. And yeah. I want to know, Mon Mothma's in this, in this season. I, I want to know, I'm interested to see if next episode's going to be her and we'll have like a three-story arc of her or something. Yeah, I'm curious because I went on to, 
um, IMDb. I, t- I can't remember why, but I went onto it looking for, for something. Um, and it said that she's in 11 episodes. So I'm like, mm. we've already had three though. But then there's, it's only 12 this season. So, but then it also says that, um, Diego Luna Cassian is in 24. Diego. Yeah. That he's in 24. So I'm like, I wonder if it's going to, if they've already started accounting for season two stuff and, mm, um, okay. she will maybe bleed over into season two. Um, but well, they can't leave her out of too many more. Yeah, like definitely need well, there to were, have her there. There were scenes between her and the guy. I forget his name now. The basically the rebel spy guy who yeah. comes and like you know I forgot saves Cassian or whatever. Yeah. Um. But there there were scenes in the previews between those two, like the, those two interacting. Mm-hmm. Right. So definitely need to have her show up. Hopefully in the next one. I hope so. Um, yeah, I, I'm very curious to see where this all goes. I, I thought, mm-hmm. I don't know, the, it was a very interesting episode. Uh, so one thing I wanted to point out actually is um, they really have stayed away from like a lot of, like even even just like implied sex other than like children exist, you know, right. like. And, and there was just like this very clear moment where uh, Bix goes and just hooks up with this guy. Right. You know, and, and they mentioned Brothel mm-hmm. as well. Like that, that's where Cassian was. It wasn't like 100% clear to me until, until the investigators were talking and he's like, we're, you know, they were at a brothel, which we're not supposed to allow. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so I don't know. Th- this is the most mention of sex in Star Wars that I have seen for I don't know, like since some of the books talk about it a little bit, but not not too much. But still, like the old legends books. I mean, right. Like they've kind of just neatly ignored it, and I'm not saying I'm not going against what I've said in the past. Uh, you know, I'm like I don't think we need a lot of sex, but it's just an interesting thing because it is a human element, and I don't mind that existing. I just mm-hmm. want it to be tastefully done, if that such a thing can be done. Um, which I thought they did fine here. Yeah, I and it's interesting that they are bringing it in because um, Disney is pretty like black and white on on that kind of thing uh so it's interesting that they are adding it in and like just like just you know letting you know that it's there but you it's not fully being addressed so yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yeah like we don't we don't need much more than what we had there I, i just thought it was interesting like it was clear very clearly what they had done and yeah, I'm just curious to see what what other things is there going to be? Like, it seems like this show is actually pushing the envelope on a few of these things. Like, I don't know, he just cold-blooded murders a guy in the face. Like, he just kills him. Right. You know? And I, I don't know. I just thought that, you know, like you said, I, I don't necessarily think it was like he did the wrong thing. I, I don't know what, what he should have done. That Like, that that's a... What, what a situation to be in. I don't know. But but like it, it adds this real value to it of like, yeah, I, I think that that would have been an option that I would have at the very least considered for a while. Right. In that situation. Yeah, because I mean, I just don't know what choice he would have had otherwise. 
Right. But I feel like other shows in the past or other, like we might have, we, we see villains murdering people, like killing them right. cold blood. We don't really see good guys doing it. Right. That's a good point. Yeah, like it adds an extra level of gray. And I mean, I've said that before when we talked about, like back when we were talking about Wheel of Time a lot, I'm like, mm-hmm. I think I would be the guy who just, you know, like, or at least I don't see why good guys just leave bad guys alive once they're knocked unconscious. Like, why don't they just kill them? Right. You know? Just finish the job. Yeah. And, and it's like this brutal mentality and maybe it's not like morally okay. I don't, I don't know, but <laughs> like on a very practical level, like that, that it doesn't get much more practical than that for Cassian in that moment. He's like, I didn't want this, but they did. They were just willing to pick a fight with me and potentially murder me anyways. Right. Exactly. So. Well, and, and I hope that that's a microcosm for the rest of the show. I hope that it's a lot of black and white of like, I don't know if that was okay, but I can understand why they did it. I feel like it will be. I think we are going to see a lot of that, especially like when you, when you look at Rogue One and tie it into Rogue One. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that, I think that will be a thing that happens. Yeah. Well, yeah. Rogue One definitely set that, you know, set that stage. Mm-hmm. I, well, and there's that line of, of Cassian's who's like, yeah, we're like, you know, when he, when they're about to, they all decide they're going to go on their mission in Rogue One, you know, they get on their U-wing or their, their transports, not U-wing and fly off. He's like, well, all of us have done a lot of really bad stuff. Like we're saboteurs, assassins, right. You know, they've done a lot of like really bad stuff for them, the name of the, the rebels. Like, I feel like we're going to see that side of the war a little bit. Mm-hmm. I agree. It, it's almost like more scoundrelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, like we're going to see Saad Guerrera. Yeah. You know, and we'll see his side of things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a good series, at least from yeah. what, how it started in my opinion. Yeah. I really enjoyed Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I hope that this one is going to be as good to me. Yeah, I agree. I, I am hoping that it doesn't um, like dip because I feel like it really like climbed with these first three episodes. I think releasing the first three was a smart idea. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I think you wanted that to really hook people. Right. Well, it was just, it, it really didn't feel like three episodes. Like it, it was three episodes, but it was, it told the story of how he got on the shuttle with that guy at the end. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, I guess we'll see what happens. Well, I want to see how Bix, because like, she's going to be in the rest of it as well. I think she's in season two, even they said. Um, how she? And she ties into it, because it seems like they could potentially just leave the rest of that planet alone for most of the rest of the season right or if they're gonna like somehow uh get in contact with him to to help i don't know Mm, yeah they're like come on cassie and you need to you need to save us from these guys right i don't know yeah um it was good i'm written for cassian he's gonna be alive for five years Right. From now on. Ooh, one thing I wanted to point out. I don't know if anyone else noticed. Um, okay, so at the start, it said, like, it said, like, where they were, like, the planet that they're at. And it says five, uh, five 
BBY. Okay. Did you understand that? Did you see that? I think I did, yeah. Or year five BBY. Mm -hmm. Do you know what that stands for? I can't remember. I know somebody has told me what it stands for, but I can't remember it. So it it's the way they used to top reference like the when the different things in Star Wars happened yeah. before the Battle of Yavin. Right. Okay. I I knew it was like their reference point. I just couldn't remember what it actually stood for. Yeah, I, I just thought it was cool. Like that's that's they started doing that back in Star Wars Legends back in the day, like back, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then it would be ABY after Battle of Yavin. Like that, Yavin is like the, the touchstone of when all the different events, you know, all the different books. It's like, hey, this book happens 55 years before Battle of Yavin, you know, or 85 years after, whatever. Right. Um, I don't know. It's just fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think it makes sense to include it. Then you know exactly where you are in the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's it. Do you have any other thoughts on it? I mean, as always, so many. But this this was this is a good start. I, th I feel like. Yeah. Oh, I did want to mention. I I just like like they keep coming up with endearing droids. Yeah, I don't know. Like they, they keep do. coming up with droids that I'm like, oh, that's a cool droid. Like I like the at the start, like the little, and they had the perfect song, like music for him too. Mm -hmm. You know, like he's just like rolling through and then the stupid dog comes, start peeing on him and he just zaps him. I, I just thought that was so good. I like laughed out loud the first time I saw it. Like, yeah, it's like late, late at night, dark in the house. And I'm just like laughing about some droid, like shocking a <laughs> dog thing for peeing on him. <laughs> they, they have been doing a good job with the droids, so. Yeah, like there were a couple really cool ones in the Kenobi show, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So I, I like the little, the little guy. Mm -hmm. the weird. I felt bad for him. He's like old and can't remember things. I felt bad for him too, but I liked him. He's like, you shouldn't leave. Don't, don't <laughs> leave us, Cassian. You should stay with us. So I was like, oh, I'll stay with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. They gave him a good personality. Yeah, I thought it was cool. <laughs> um otherwise yeah i think i'm do you have anything else no i don't think so i'm so, did you have any did you feel sad at all for the guy who betrayed cassian he ended up getting shot no and killed no yeah i was just like bix don't don't be stupid just like stop being sad yeah i mean she has reason to be i don't really blame her really but <laughs> i like it was I, I kind of do still actually. It was one of those moments too where I was like, I feel no sadness for you. And then I was like, oh, that's probably pretty bad of me. And then immediately I was like, Adam's gonna ask me if I felt sad about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely did not. Um Yeah, no. I'm glad yeah, you didn't I... either, because I was fully expecting uh me to be the, the odd one out so <laughs> you usually are i know no, <laughs> no uh i, I thought I, I felt grim satisfaction actually like i was actually just a little bit happy it happened to him oh i don't know if i was happy about it i was just like I, I, it, to me i was just like yeah that's what you get karma that well that that's that's the whatever like satisfaction in the sense that like 
sometimes things work the way like you you know my dad always says to say like you mess with the bull you get the horns right you know mm-hmm. like it, it's neither good nor bad i wouldn't just wish death on him even though he did a pretty despicable awful thing like i wouldn't wish death on him but when he when he when it happens to him it's like well i mean you tried to do the same to cassian right like right exactly yeah and now uh bix is free she's she's available (laughs) so (laughs) uh because that's what that's what matters it isn't i think cassian the the, so i watched i watched uh the first two of them Mm -hmm. uh again like a second time oh okay um, and and so just look I, I pay you know you pay more attention to smaller things and stuff and seeing the way she looks at Cassian and the way you know like just just like their chemistry and the way they look like I think I think that she would have been like if Cassian like as far as relationships goes if Cassian would decided to be serious about her mm-hmm. she would have been gone from that guy instantly she would have just been like sorry Cassian's over there though and I'd rather you know he's 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 like a thousand times better than you (laughs) just what he would want to hear I know he's like oh well you'll be happy to know then that I betrayed him she's like right it's okay he'll be dead next episode anyway (laughs) (laughs) uh well on that happy note one, one, I'm sorry. One final yeah. thing I thought was really interesting. I loved, I loved her like all the loops she had to, the hoops she had to jump through, to get to talk to to the rebel guy. Right. Like I loved how secretive it was. Like they had their own like little you know interaction. He's like, oh, you haven't been here. Oh yeah, go go, go to the back and get it. You might have you know like they had they had their little exchange. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it, then she. It makes sense that it would be so secretive. Yeah, I just thought it was cool. It it was very spy-ish, you know. Right. Like, it's gonna be a spy show. That's that's what they said a few times. I'm I'm excited to see more of that. Yep. I don't know. It's yep. Well done. Exactly. Um. Yeah. I think All that's right. it. Yeah, I'll I'll stop just yammering. It's good though. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So I guess we'll just see what happens next week. It'll only be one episode so it should be more manageable mm-hmm. yeah we only have three weeks of it just being total overload right see I, i'm just glad bad batch would be starting next week if they hadn't switched the date mm-hmm. and i wouldn't be able to watch it probably i would probably just say sorry not starting it right gotta wait well or i would just abandon dragon show <laughs> one or the other <laughs> Maybe uh, both. I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Um. Cool. So, shall we call it? Yes, ma'am. All right. So, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Go join our Discord server. That too. Mm-hmm.